1: are not what they seem.
2: Do you or have you ever watched
1: Twin Peaks? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. We could be dreaming and meeting each other in our dreams. On Talk Radio.
2: Maybe tomorrow I'll find what I
1: call Here we go, Here we go. go.
3: In, in one hour, and f- uh, my name is Ian Lee, uh, dear listener, good evening. Welcome to the Late Night Alternative. Who are you? Doris Stokes. Thank you very much. Oh, spooky, <laughs> spooky vibes tonight. Um, in one hour and 55 minutes, we will not be able to talk about politics, thank God, or Brexit, thank God, or any of those things. So, um, uh, in the time I, I am allowed to say whatever I want... Sack Ree Smog. There, there you go, there you go. Sack that scumbag. Uh, 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Now, regular listeners to the we want your spooky stories tonight, guys, because who knows if it's good enough, it might make it into print. Regular listeners to the show will know that when we are low on callers or content, content, he says <laughs> laughingly, uh, we dig out. Chat It's Fate, which was... Did I get that for you as a Christmas present yeah, last year? Yeah, it was last
4: year's Christmas present. Best. I don't know how you're going to top that, to be honest. Well, I'll
3: get you another subscription for Chat It's Fate, probably. Yes. <laughs> Best Christmas present ever? Yes. Huh? Um did, did, what, did, what kind of stuff does it have in there? Well, for let me tell you about the,
4: um, the edition that I have in my hand in. Go November on. 19, front cover. I mean, it's, it's always a treat. Yes. It gives you a little, a little taster of what what is within. Yeah. Get rich with the help of the dead. My wife was a gift from the fairies. (laughs) You're going to die, mummy. And my son was right. Three decades of hell because I summoned the devil.
3: Yep, you shouldn't mess with that stuff.
4: Sent by aliens to save the planet. I smell lilies, then death follows. And Sam Wayne Spells to Make You Shine. This,
3: And we genuinely love this magazine, and we approach it with a bit of tongue in cheek from time to time. I, 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 some of the stories, though, I, I totally devour. It's I think a they're joy. wonderful. I'm thrilled to say, and we've been promising this for weeks Amanda Fleetstra is here. The Ed, would you, uh, the editor of the
5: of yes, Chat It's Fake. Thank you for
3: coming in. Thank we've you. been talking about this for ages, and then I think there was something. Oh, everyone in your house had the lurgy yeah. and then I think I had a week off, and then there were protests. And it's
4: almost <laughs> as if the spirits are trying to keep us apart.
3: Someone doesn't want oh. us. Someone doesn't want us to talk about this <laughs> yes. stuff. That's what's going on. So nice to meet you, Amanda, because we've been exchanging tweets and emails yeah. for ages. Give us a little bit of back, uh, background, your relationship with Chat It's Fate. How did you get involved um, with this?
5: I used to work on Chat, actually, which was this sort of... Uh, I don't know if you've seen Chat, it's just a uh, oh, Women's yes. Weekly. And then they did the spin-off and I got moved across to work on Chat It's Fate. And somehow I've never really left. So but what I've was that? So, so
3: Chat, the, the kind of stories they have in Chat, have I got this right? My, my husband was a, a serial killer and I didn't yeah. know it. Or, or yeah. I ate my own leg to survive.
5: Yeah. That what? kind of thing. That kind Randy of thing. Grannies, oh, hello. Thing. There
3: we go. I didn't know it was a dating magazine. But but so a, what, a, what? There must have been a meeting then in the chat offices where someone went. Chat is going so well. It's going great. But I think we're missing out on the psychic and spiritual market. We're going to do a sister magazine that deals with the occult.
5: Yeah. Did that happen? Yeah. Yeah. Why? I don't know. But it it did. <laughs> so yeah. Um, that was that was before I started working. It so okay. that was my predecessor, Mary. I think it was her idea actually, right. um, and she yeah, I think she put the whole thing together. But and they had a lot of spooky stories coming in, so they just sort chat, of right. yeah decided to siphon it all off into a I separate love it. magazine.
3: I'm going to ask you a question, sure, and I would like an honest answer. Yes. Do you believe in all that stuff? Yes. All of it.
5: Uh, oh, yes, man. I'm going to say I do. Really. Well, I have a slight reservation about aliens,
3: but you know, no, oh, because aliens are the ones that I'm. I'm I've that you
5: do believe. I in. do.
3: I've seen a. I've seen a UFO. Gen- oh, have you? Genuinely, really? I've seen. I've seen a UFO. Me and my ex-wife saw a UFO about yeah. um, 12, 13 years ago. What was it? It was up in the sky. Surprisingly, well, yes, but- we were. So we lived in North London. I've told this story so many times, so I'll tell it briefly. We lived in North London, and we were in a first-floor flat, and we stood out on this tiny little balcony. It was a a Saturday evening, about five o'clock in the summer, very clear sky, and one of us, my 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 ex-wife is a journalist. She's very, you know, straight down the line. And one of us said, wouldn't it be funny if we saw a UFO now? And we went, yeah, wouldn't it be funny? And literally, two minutes later, this bright sort of yellow light just went across the sky. It was daylight. Went across the sky in a straight line and I tapped her and said, can you see that? She went, yeah, I can. Wasn't an aeroplane, wasn't one of those um, Chinese lanterns, wasn't anything like that. It yeah. went very fast in a completely straight line and we just looked at it and went, oh, my God. And I was telling them, i got boys who were seven and nine and I, would, I was telling them this the other day. I said, no, no, we don't believe you. We, I said... Guys, go and ask your mum. You know she wouldn't lie about something like that. And it's funny hearing her talking about it. After all these years, she went, kind of reluctantly said, yeah, yeah, it it, it did happen actually. What was it, mummy? I I just don't know. So, yeah. I'm into that stuff.
5: Yeah. Well, weirdly, me and my husband also thought we saw one. We yeah. used to live in Ealing in London and we were cycling along to is it. It's at Northfield Park. Yeah, yeah. And Ian looked up and was just like, what is that? And there was this silver thing just hanging over the park. But because it was just there, we thought, oh, well, it must just be, you know, a weather balloon or something. So, to this day, no idea what that was. But, um, I still don't massively believe in them, but, hang you Hang know. on, you're
3: supposed to be a hard-nosed, spooky journalist. Did you not try and then phone up the, like, the... the uh, uh, who would you phone up? I was going to say the FBI. I don't think they'd be much help, no. Catherine. Who hmm. would you call in that?
4: I would possibly call... The RAF? Maybe the... Maybe RAF.
5: British Aerospace...
3: British Airways. Easy the, jet. The Met Office. <laughs> yeah, that's the, it.
5: I have a feeling that my son was one at the time and right. probably take, in the basket in the front of Ian's bike and probably taking up all our attention. Alien's forgotten quite quickly.
3: <laughs> I have to ask a personal question. You said sure. your husband is called Ian. Can yeah. I ask how he's spelling that? Is he spelling I-A-N. it?
5: I-A-N. Oh, okay, that's a shame. Okay. <laughs> one I-D-I-N. <idea laughs> now,
3: now, now we have to ask Sorry. you to leave, I'm afraid. You have, <laughs> we have one of those guys. Um, so were you... But you, but you believe in ghosts and things. Oh, yeah. Things.
5: I've, I've been you know, obsessed with this since I was a kid. Really? So yeah, yeah. I, I've just, I absolutely have always been fascinated yeah. with anything to do with magic and, and you know, ghosts. Why? Things. I have no idea. My mum and dad are dentists. So it's, just, <laughs> it's just one of those things. And my mum's like, she hates that kind of thing. Her favourite book is Swallows on Amazon. So she's oh, no idea where God. any of this has come from.
3: So, I, uh, I, I. He, right, OK, well, let's let's put our cards on the table. Catherine don't believe nothing.
5: Well...
4: Come on. No, here's the thing. When I was We younger, went on a
3: ghost hunt once in a haunted pub and it was it was so embarrassing. It was just like... Catherine became very sarcastic and... <laughs> really? Could call out... The bloke was going, right, go on, guys, call out for the ghost. You just went, ghost! <laughs> nah, there's nothing here.
4: I never used to be like that. I think until I was about... Uh, probably about 25, I completely believed in everything. Yeah. But then it just, I guess it's kind of part of growing up. The magic well, drifts away. Pe- and then I got taken to see a psychic and she was obviously just a fraudster and that was the last bit of magic snuffed out. Well, oh. that, I think yeah. that's part
3: of it is, is growing up. You lose that spiritual connection with the magic world. I've
5: Possibly. obviously just never grown
3: up. <laughs> no, I was for a long time, when I was 20, I went on a crystal healing course.
5: Right.
3: Uh, like, this, this really nice, you know, sort of mum's house. She was running this course and it was all middle-aged women and, and and me, it's sort of 20-year-old thing, and, and I I bought into that for a long time and then and then I didn't. But I would say within the last two or three years, Catherine, I have rediscovered...
4: you opened your third eye.
3: I, I know, and I apologize for that. I was very drunk that night. <laughs> it was not what I intended to be. Um but um no, I'm kind of I'm buying I'm buying back into this. I think there is more than this physical world has to offer.
5: Yeah.
3: How how do how do you get your stories is it all people Writing in
5: a lot of it is, yeah. I mean, I get a lot through social media that's right. been really useful since the, you know, Facebook and all of that. So, but so
3: someone will tweet, oh, I saw a ghost the other day, and, and then I'll taste
5: you, it up, yeah. yeah. Wow, and um, but people obviously contact me directly as well with stories, so I get that a lot through social media as well. And I've got obviously some freelancers who are excellent, who yeah, do various bits and pieces for us. We but yeah, it. it's, it's you get them
3: if you've got a spooky story of anything, 0344. Four nine nine one thousand. We want to hear. It. Put your headphones on, please, Amanda, okay. uh, the editor of Chat Its Fate. We've got Alan Caddick on the line. If it's too loud, there's a volume. If you follow that cable, it will go to a little volume knob, ah, and you sorry. can. Hello, Alan. Hiya, Mark. Hi, amanda Hi, Caddick. Hi, Amanda. Hi, oh. Alan, have you ever seen a ghost? I've seen Ghostbusters loads of
6: times. That's Especially a movie. Yeah, that's, that's a...
5: my favourite movie. Is it? Oh. Yeah, I love Ghostbusters. Who's your favourite Ghostbuster? Um, I'm going to say Venkman. Peter? Why Peter? (laughs) He's funny.
0: (laughs) Alan's furious with you.
3: (laughs) Ghostbusters, the original Ghostbusters, I tried to watch it with the kids. It's a bit... Inappropriate in I, some places. I didn't realize
4: when I was a kid just how predatory Peter Venkman is. Yeah, he's just always sniffing around. It's awful.
3: It's, uh, and I, but I quite enjoyed the the recent Ghostbusters. The, yeah. uh, I thought that yeah, was
4: well, well, the one with Melissa McCarthy.
6: That's the
3: yeah. one, Alan. Yes,
6: I wasn't a fan of that. Well, you're not. It was I, okay. The with Bill Murray. then I called it
3: oh, you got, you got, those, are, those are some of the names. So you've never seen a ghost it yourself or, or had any spooky encounters? I, I did
6: have a vision once.
3: Go on, what was your vision?
6: Uh, my nan.
3: Go on, tell us, go on.
6: She died in 2000. And I was, I was sitting, um, I was looking my mum out, because she had to answer the call of nature, and we, the <laughs> bin just moved.
3: And it was your nan moving the bins?
6: We, we thought my nan was blowing on the bin liner.
3: Your nan was blowing off on a bin liner?
6: No, she was blowing on the bin liner to make it move.
4: Would she have done that in life? No. Oh.
3: So what, what made you think it was your nan then, Alan? It was what I thought. It was the first thing I thought of. Did your mum leave the toilet door open? No. OK. Wow. And how did it make... How, it's the important thing. How did it make you feel?
6: We were a bit spooked, but... But we had a ghostbuster in our family at the time, which was our dad, and he narrowed it down to the heat from the radiator... Moving the bin liner.
3: Okay, you probably shouldn't have told us that last bit of the story. Say some say
4: Ghostbuster, some say science.
3: Amanda put her pen down, going, "This could be
4: a story." It was no, it was it was
3: it was physics that did it. Thank you very much, Alan. I appreciate that, mate. And 344 oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We've got uh, Amanda Fleetstra here, editor. Am I getting the name right? Yeah, that's oh, perfect. Thank you, um, editor of Chat, it's Fate. If you want to give us a call, you can. If you want to phone up about other stuff, you know, you, you, you're more than welcome to. We carry on doing the nonsense even though we've got a guest here for the first hour 0344 this is The Late Night Alternative with Ian and Kath on Talk
7: Radio The Late Night Lip Service for lovers, loners and lounge lizards yeah, well, where, where exactly is your accent from? The Late Night Alternative with Ian
1: Lee oh, I've forgotten your name already, excuse me On Talk Radio
4: It's that time of the year Your vacation is coming up
0: Experience the unconventional. Hello? The unpredictable! Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the
1: completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule free, Ian Lee! Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm
7: clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio.
1: Oh, 344 4991000
3: four, Ian and Kath, a pretty much political free zone. We might talk about. Um, before midnight while we can, how Jacob Rees-Mogg should resign (laughs) or be fired uh, for his outrageous comments. But, 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 before we get anywhere near that, if you want to give us a call, uh, I'd really like to hear your spooky stories. We had, um, my kids came in once and they would have been six and eight at the time. And my young, and I'd said to them, if you want, you can come on the air and you can ask a question and we can put it out and see if people find in." And my six-year-old had a question, have you ever seen a ghost? Good It's a great question. And he was sat on the other side of, it was a slightly smaller studio. He was sat there and he asked it and people phoned in with actual ghost stories. And he started shaking and he started oh, crying. And, he, and there was a story about a dog that was transparent. No,
4: they saw the outline of a cat. That's what it was, so uh, the outline. Yeah. And he'd heard it as, well, what it, that suggested to him, instead of being the silhouette of a cat, he yeah. was thinking of an inside-out cat. Yeah.
3: And then he sat on my lap and was sobbing. I said, it's all right, son, I'll, I'll ask them... Um, yes, please, Amy. He said, uh, I, I said, I'll ask them to stop telling the stories and they'll stop. He went,
0: no. I want them to carry on, and he was Aww. terrified. Got so,
3: so much trouble with his mum because he was having nightmares for weeks after about, about that inside bloody cat. Our cat. About that cat. Uh, we were talking in the break about ghost hunters. Um, thanks to Alan's comment there about having a ghostbuster in the family. We've been on one kind of. We did the show from a haunted pub.
4: I've been on a couple in my in my career. Have you? Mm-hmm. Where whereabouts? We did one at um, the place where we used to work because there was some links with a, a murder oh. in the area. Um, oh. And lots of talk for years about, you know, a haunted basement and stuff. So we went, we had ghost hunters there once, I remember.
3: And did anything happen? Did they no, did they... it? Oh,
4: it, it was the same vibe again. For me, what I've found is, and it may be that I've just been unlucky, but I've been around groups who seem to be, I don't know, um sort of winding each other up. So one yeah. person would hear something and then the other person said, oh, yeah, and I also heard a dog barking. Did you hear that? And uh, it was all hmm. suggestion. And what I would really like is, you know, some quiet and to be... Because sometimes the atmosphere of a place is... You can yeah. feel that. Even someone like me, who is sceptical, there is an atmosphere. But if it's just listening to... It's like the politics within a group, it's yeah. kind of off-putting.
3: <laughs> Amanda, mm. you were saying... Amanda's editor of uh, Chats of Fate. You were saying that you've not been on a ghost... I have I'm,
5: been. I've been to a few seances, and so seances, I'm, I haven't right. been on sort of one of those big, kind of organised, yeah. kind of things. But I've I've been to one at Oxford Castle. Okay. I've done a seance there, and one at But When you say a seance,
3: here's one of the weird things, right? I don't really believe in seances. Yeah. But we're not allowed to do one on the air. It's against the oh, broadcasting no, really? rules. Yeah, we we, we we looked into it. You're not allowed to. Uh, in the same way, you're not allowed to hypnotise someone live on the air. You're not allowed to do, a, to do a seance. And it's
4: the same reason the beginning of Most Haunted will say this is for entertainment purposes only. Right. right?
3: but it, it seems funny you know I've got I have a couple of Ouija boards at home for, for, yeah. for whatever for some reason and it would be against the rules of radio for me to bring it in and get a glass or a planchette right. and go right everyone we're gonna do this and, and do it or, we, or I couldn't yeah. suggest now that we all hold hands and we summon the spirits I would never
5: do a Ouija board would I've you Would so you have so many Ouija board gone wrong stories in my career that there's no way I'm touching to nothing
3: happens things. I've got one on a friend of mine a mate of mine Dan, who's an artist, made one for me based around a guy called Frank Sidebottom, And it's a stunning work of art. It's in my living room. But we did a show once and I had this Ouija ball with me and I got it out. And I said, and I was about to do it. And I said, well, look, is there anyone in the room who's, who's scared of this? Because if you are, we will stop. And this woman at the back went... I'd really rather that you, you didn't I went not a problem it's gone we got yeah. rid of it But so so, what is what are some of the things that you've heard
5: well actually when I was a kid I did a Ouija board with a friend of mine and her two brothers oh you were such um, a weird
3: kid I love it I think I was really quite odd. like you yeah yeah, yeah.
5: and it, it it was all really strange I can't remember what message did come through but she used to live in the most sinister place by an abandoned insane asylum what <laughs> Amanda they kicked everyone out with the whole care in the community thing in Thatcher's time so there was just this abandoned thing so we were there doing a seance and doing it with the ouija board and it was all all went really weird and the glass that we were using smashed but literally smashed half in half stop it and then and i don't know if and then a week later her brother had a really bad accent so i've no idea if they were connected but in my head that's always been and it was really bad i don't yeah i've always connected them mentally so for me it's always been like something i would never go near not after that but uh, yeah,
3: I was using yours as a mouse mat. I was using it as a mouse <laughs> mat for a while. And it kept going to like porny witch sites. It was very <laughs> se- sexywitches.com. So you you genuinely buy most of the stuff that's in your, your magazine. You're not one of those cynical editors going, get me those goddamn no, gold stories. You're, no. you're believing but this. I've talked
5: to all these people and I know they believe it. Yes. Right. So... That's the thing, isn't so it? So, yeah, so, um, you know, they all, the having it's all in completely good faith, mm. and they believe it, and, I, you know, I've, I've, I take them at their word. So, yeah. Let's th- put our headphones that's on. That's got... the part I find fascinating. Yeah.
3: We've got um, we've got Kev on the line. Good evening, Kev. Good evening, sir. How are
7: you? All uh, right?
3: Very well, Kev. What have you got for us tonight? Well, I've
7: got a couple of spooky stories. Yes. Uh, makes, makes me air
3: stand on end thinking about it. OK. To, we, any, uh, any chance you could turn your sat-nav down a little bit, Kev? It's...
7: Oh, yeah, yeah, it's all thank, right. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm on my way to a break now. OK. Yeah, oh. I, I was in the Royal Navy. Was on... <laughs> sorry. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, sorry, we're just doing
3: really, really bad jokes. You carry
7: on. <laughs> all right. I was in the Navy, and I was in the attic on HMS Illustrious. Yeah. I haven't been on the ship that long. There's two stories to probably to death. And I needed a wee halfway through my uh, watch. Yes. And um, so to the heads, the toilets... And I was having it, and I heard someone sniff behind me. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, that's just, uh, you know, someone in the trap, you know, doing a number two. Okay. That's anyway, a... I, I a... finished there, put it all away, turned round, uh... and there was just a wall behind me. Ooh. A bulkhead. Frightened me to death. I went back in the ops room, white, and he would saying, what's up with you? And I told them the story, and they all laughed at me. But the worst one is, the scariest one of them all, where I was again, on HMS Illustrious... We were at the ammunition in so you weren't alongside anywhere. You were out, out to sea in the harbour. There's no one else about, no boats come there, because obviously putting missiles and everything on the ship. And there's two gangways on, on the um, aircraft carrier. You have the ship's company one and the ceremonial one. And I was a quartermaster and I was on the ceremonial gangway. Because we had no um, officers or gold or VIPs coming on board, and it was like midnight on the middle watch. So I bored. But, they had, um, but in the ship's company gangway, yes. they have all the good magazines and things that you can have a look at. You I don't know, even the, want
3: to know what those <laughs> magazines might be, you dirty so and so.
7: No, no, nothing, nothing like that. You know, men's health and things, etc. GQ and all that sort yeah. of stuff.
4: Big boats, yeah. So I play. went
7: down. <laughs> yeah. I went at a, a Navy news, obviously. So I went down there to, to in the QM's caboose, you call it, like a desk in there to have a uh, rummage through his magazines. Anyway, I heard someone go, shh. You imagine someone like putting him about a thing, shh. So I looked over, it's pitch black, there's no one there, we're at, at sea sort of thing, anchored to a boy. And I, I thought, oh God, what was that? I thought it was one of the stokers, the engineers doing his rounds, yeah. telling me to show sure up. Anyway, but there was like the oil, big, um, you know, the big 50 gallon oil cans, oil barrels. There. Yes, yes. And I I walked over to them thinking he's hiding behind that. So if you're sat at your desk, imagine someone coming right up to your face yeah. and going, shh, and you'll hear that and you'll see him. But that's what happened to me. Someone come right up to me face. It was cold anyway, so yeah. I went, shh. I've never sprinted. I've run down the hangar of that shit in any... Mm-hmm. <laughs> as quick as it have like. It absolutely fried. It's made me just thinking about it now. I've never seen a ghost. Yeah. But but they're my two spooky things.
3: One has told you to shut up.
7: (laughs) (laughs) And did you tell the rest of the people on the
3: boat, or did you keep it to yourself?
7: No, I told everybody, obviously.
3: And did they have a similar experience?
7: Oh, uh, uh, when you're down the mess deck with a few tinnies, you get all the ghost stories now, like the white dog and things like that. But a lot of them are all like... um, Folklore, naval yeah. folklore, if you know what I mean. Spinning the dick, as they say. Spinning and the dick, uh, did he say? Spinning dit, the dick, delta the tango. Oh, the dick,
3: spinning the dick. I prefer spinning the dick actually. But but thank you, Kev, <laughs> for that story. Thank you very much indeed. What does a story take, Amanda, to make it into chat its fate? As a great story from Kev, I'm guessing yeah. it's not quite enough. You'd need a bit a bit more to get into your hallowed pages. What are you Um, looking for?
5: Yeah, something a bit different. We get a lot of stories that are obviously um, people who've got people in spirit that are talking to them, um, sending signs. Got a lot of signs, lots of feathers um, from angels. So, but I mean, those are still lovely. But yeah, I guess because we're onto the hard stuff now. You know, we've done all of those. You're done with the the feathers. You're done with the.
3: You're done with Nana Nana sending some feathers on the anniversary of death. You want the hard
5: stuff. We want the hard stuff. A bit of Satanism, you know. <laughs> Look at her eyes. She wants apparitions. <laughs> Glowing apparitions red. Want demons. People like demons. But they do like all the angel stuff as well. so. <laughs> <laughs> you would think
4: that now in 20, oh, I like you, 2019, this is good. the demonic stuff would have died down because, mm. you know, religion is being less and less
5: subscribed
4: to. Yeah, and yeah. But the demon seems to that be persisting, right?
5: <laughs> Yeah, exactly. The demon thing seems yeah. to persist. Yeah, they're really popular. People love a demon and an entity. Although I haven't, I, actually, if anyone's got an entity story, I would love an entity. I haven't had one of those for ages. Uh, we did a story. I, I mentioned before. succubus.
3: Yeah, That's, you want a good succubus?
5: That would be that would be fabulous. Was oh, and also, I'd love a curse. Oh, if somebody has a really good curse story, yeah, that would be amazing. What's the difference between an entity and a ghost? an entity possesses part of you but it's sort of it's it's not it doesn't it's not a person generally it's a sort of untangible spirit like a thing. dark yeah, like think. a sort of it is kind of demonic, vaguely. Let's,
3: let's right. Let's stop beating around the bush. There's only one reason we got you in here. Catherine's got a, a big crush on Roy De Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> this is the, well, this is the only reason you're here. Let's, we, we've done the chat. We've done the plugging. She avoiding. wants Roy De <laughs> phone number.
4: Now, <laughs> I Catherine, love Roy DeLoon, I'm obsessed with him. Now,
3: just remind us the, and the, the, the oh, listener god, what, what Roy does. What he's he's got an amazing look. Yes, a very distinct it's a very
4: look. look. He's kind of part Robert Smith from the Cure, part Noel Fielding, mm. right? Okay. Good looking guy. He's a renowned dream analyst and psychic phenomena guru with over twenty years experience. I mean, for example all right, let's just read this one out from Go on. uh this is from November twenty nineteen. This is the first one. A fishy tale. Dear Roy. Spell R O I by the way. Of course. I had a weird dream in which my two goldfish had died and I had to remove them from the fish tank. Only when I did, I found they had tiny cat's heads. (laughs) Don't laugh, this is a dream. Sorry. And and they had really bright staring eyes too. That's from Isabella Charlesworth, 31 from London. Dear Isabella, goldfish symbolise wealth and success, happy adventuring or emotional insights. The cat's heads could mean you're in a situation where your own feminine, emotional, sexual or independent spirit is under threat in some way. But you can see the threat clearly, and you're not under any illusion about this. You've got this. So you know he's given a solid advice Wise there. advice.
5: and
3: he gets paid for this, does he?
5: Yes. Wow, <laughs> he
3: draws a wage for this,
5: Royd. So what does he's... he? Ta- what does he sound like, Royd? I've met him at a party once, but I can't really. Is, remember he, southern, to be is, is he southern or is he northern? I don't know. We mainly communicate over email. He's in America at the moment. Telepathic. I would love to know what he sounds like. And how do
3: you find... Was Roy there when you came on board? Yeah, I inherited Roy. You inherited Roy. Yeah. Um, And are those letters real? Come on now. I
5: think so. I mean, he sources them himself. But I think he gets them because he's on tour a lot. So Because quite a few of them are from America, which is where he's touring at the moment. So right. I think they are people that... So he does live shows? Yeah, he does live shows. Wow. But Listen, our tongue,
3: our tongue is slightly in, in, in our cheek here. But I've got a lot of respect for, for so many of these people. And Roy has provided us with, with some great entertainment. He's on tour, Catherine. We could, we could go and see a Roy... I'm not Roy... going to
4: follow him to America, but if he comes over here, I'll be there. Could
3: go and see a Roy DeLune I'd love to. Show, that would be fantastic. Do you get... I've got I suspect we might have a phone call. I, a couple of names on it. They're all good people, don't worry. But I suspect one of these phone calls is going to poo-poo you. Okay. And what you do, uh, do... Do you get a lot of emails or tweets or... Do, do people get in touch and say, what is this crap that you are banging on about? You get
5: a few people yeah. taking the piss. Can I say that? You, you can say right, taking the piss. On, on Facebook, Yeah. But Generally, the people who contact us are okay. interested in, in the subject. Well,
3: let's see where this goes then. Good evening, Ollie.
5: Hello, everybody. Ollie Hi. has a
3: very scientific mind.
5: That's I fine. Do... I'm married to a physics person.
3: No. So yeah. Are you really? Yep. Wow.
2: Here it's we go. In Here we go, Ollie. Argue Is with they... that. Well, I wasn't come to argue. I was come to contribute. OK, okay. go on. But um, does chat its fate uh, give out money for exclusive <laughs> ghost stories?
5: Wants to sell a story. Sometimes, yes.
3: I want twenty five thousand dollars for okay. my story.
5: Drop me an email.
3: Oh, well, hang well, on a minute. Should
5: I save it for that? Give no. us, give
3: us a little sniff of the story, and I'll tell you what it's worth I, financially.
2: Like, I could be uh, possessed by an entity.
4: Oh, right. You're oh, wow. You're right. going to angle yourself. You're going to become entity bait. Is that what you're saying?
2: Well, no, I, I think I, I have been, but there might be a scientific reason for it. Uh, but I would like to give you my story.
3: Let, let, Brilliant! Don't don't just phone up to broker a deal, <laughs> Ollie. <laughs> it's not how this works. <laughs> Tell us a story. If it's good enough, Amanda will will put you in her excellent magazine. And but I suspect she probably won't because already it sounds like crap. When
2: <laughs> when I was fourteen, I was very sleepy, and when I woke <laughs> from my sleepy states to find a shadow on the wall. And then I woke up and noticed the shadow moved.
3: Could I ask you not to, 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 to tell the story, but try and get rid of that sarcastic tone? Oh, didn't do you part, any favours. Put the
2: drama in. People like the drama. It's like for okay. the money. I think he's going for
5: an eldritch voice. OK, yeah. all right. Yeah.
2: And uh, it, when I noticed it, 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 it didn't move with me. Yeah. It moved towards me into my body.
5: Did you feel any changes afterwards?
2: I felt really calm afterwards, actually. Oh, a
5: positive entity. Which part of your body did it enter? (laughs)
2: My my, my midsection. Oh. Your belly button. Or lower? Maybe. Maybe. But I would like to add some science now. Okay. Uh, I was deeply anorexic at the time and might have been seeing the whole thing.
4: Right, uh...
3: buzzkill, Ollie. Thanks. <laughs> Jeez,
4: she's just ripped up a check, <laughs>
3: <laughs> and it was a twenty-five thousand dollars, Ollie.
4: Oh. <laughs> Unlucky. You should listen
3: because Ollie phones the show a lot, and I've, I've become friends with him off 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 uh, off air, and we play video games together. You've always struck me um, as quite a, a fact-based person. Are you telling me now that you you kind of buy into this stuff?
2: For a, well, I think all the time I near was anorexia, but I was. Um... I was spiritual at one point in time. I was, like, very religious, because I went to a religious school. Wow. And then um, I went the other way.
3: You went Satanist?
2: Well... That's the other way. Scientist.
3: Scientists, oh, okay, oh. that's the midway. Right. The midway. Yeah.
2: How does the marriage work with a science person? <laughs> that's a great personal question. a great
3: How does your marriage work? Because mine didn't. And...
5: <laughs> we get on surprisingly well. Yeah, mine We just don't think. talk ghosts or physics. It's
3: fine. Really? No,
5: we do a bit. Does,
3: Not physics because that's does, really boring. Does physics? Well, our physics is. Well, here's the thing: it's possible that some physics can explain some yeah. psychic phenomena, and vice versa. There is a kind of connection. Yeah and also I heard um, I was listening to a show on here on this station and David Badil was on and he's written a play where a physicist is um, kind of forced to admit using maths that actually there is a chance that God could exist it's yeah. a tiny chance or that miracles could happen it's a tiny chance stay there Ollie don't worry um, uh, but, but shut up it's a tiny chance but mathematically a miracle oh. could please be quiet Ollie. I'm talking to the guests. thank good. you Unbelievable mathematically, a miracle uh, uh, could happen. Oh, the check is working out, right? I'm cutting you off. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, and David Badil said that he spoke to, to Brian, uh, he spoke to a physicist about all of this, and that there are huge parts of physics that you kind of just have to believe in. There's no yeah. real evidence for it, it's just a theory you just have to believe in it in the same way you have to believe in god or you can believe in ghosts and things yeah. like that right, the, so there's
4: an element of faith required there's an
3: element of faith in it because you just cannot explain this theory you know there is no evidence tangible evidence that this theory works i think it's quantum physics or something string like string theory or something yeah cuz
5: that know. you can get to time travel through that as well can't yeah. you yeah
3: so. yeah so he but he doesn't buy ghosts to your husband he's not
5: actually well, he doesn't, but then we do live in a haunted house, so he has had a ghostly experience that he can't find a scientific reason what for. What happened
3: in your house?
5: He, I was out with my, with my son um, up at the yard with my horse and he was putting our daughter to bed. She was about seven at the time, so this must have been... Oh, no, she was a bit younger, actually. But, yeah, so he, he was putting her to bed in her bedroom. He was on his own. He heard what he thought was me come in through the front door, walk up the stairs and then knock on her bedroom door, which he thought was odd, because why would I knock on her door? I mean, he turned around and said, come in. Nobody there. And I got back about ten minutes later and he was, all, he was completely freaked out. And he says, you know, being a science person, he just can't explain it, but he thinks there it. must be a rational explanation for it. I
3: love it. I love it. What is... Um, we haven't got the December issue not yet, yet, no. Not yet. Should, what, what, should do,
5: arrive around the 15th.
3: Do, do we know? Are you allowed to tease what might become? Oh, you don't know, do you? I've put you on the spot.
5: There's January. Is it December? I'm, I'm in November. December, yeah, December's out now.
3: Oh, oh maybe your really. subscription's I'm ended. You. That maybe is a, that is a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> That's a distinct possibility. See, I thought I only signed you up for six months, but we got a year's worth. Spooky. So, what?
5: So, yeah, we've got angels, this one. What else have we got in there? I generally like a balance of angels and demons. But yeah.
3: Oh good and evil. You gotta get the fifty-fifty. 50. Don't you? Yeah. I think,
5: you know, my re- my readers are about fifty-fifty on the on the sort of happy fluffy unicorns and the hands coming out of graves. Yeah. So I like to get a balance between the two. So yeah, so I think I can't I can't actually remember what's in
3: it. I, I like I'm you. I'm on
5: January now. I've almost finished January, so
3: <laughs> I like you a lot because I wasn't sure. I kind of expected a Stevie Stevie Nicks kind of slightly you know, flowery skirts and you, you know, you know yeah, what—that kind know what of vibe. And you've come in, and you're straight down the line. You're very sensible and very, you know, matter of fact and with it. Um, and I, you know what, you know what I was expecting Catherine—the kind of to waft
5: in smelling oh, of justics.
3: That uh, was it. I was expecting a witch to waft in <laughs> smelling of justics. I don't know where these calls are going to go. Let's try Gary first. Good evening, Gary. Hello, mate. Hello, Gary. What hey, you got you for us?
1: Story. or just want the exits. Wow, that all sounds
3: out. good. Uh, Let's give give us whatever you want to give us, Gary. This sounds uh, like gold, mate.
1: Hello,
5: Gary. Oh no, I want the exorcism story now. Gary, come back.
1: Uh, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, what happened? I've oh, 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 got. Oh, it's a long story. I've got my phone. I'm going to pull over. Wait there. All
3: right, well, come um, to you in a come to you in a minute, Gary. God, this is. Uh, I think that's a phone call from beyond the grave itself. <laughs> Tyrell, Tyrell, how am I pronouncing your name? It's Tyrell. Tyrell, okay, there we go, Tyrell. What have you got for us hi tonight? Hi, and
8: hi, Kath. Hi. Um, it's the first time I've ever run the radio station, so you'll just have to excuse me if I'm a bit nervous. Okay. Um, it, I love your show. I've, I've been listening to it for a couple of months, and um, I'm hooked every night now. Um, yeah, I had a paranormal experience when I was 12, when yeah. I was at boarding school, Um we used to watch um, movies up at the school chapel which was detached from the main building and um, after we'd watched um, a film one night um, we were ushering all the younger kids into their dormitories and as i went down into the main building I could see a light downstairs okay. where we used to have an old school notice board yes. and we had an old school notice board and the new school notice board were, that were at opposite 90 degree angles to each other and when I looked over the staircase I could see a boy reading off the notice board, off the old notice board, but there was nothing on it. Yes. So I shouted down to him and told him to go to bed and he just ignored me. So I went down the spiral staircase to shout him again, to tell him to go to bed. And as I got closer to him, I just got a really strange feeling. I got very, very cold. Um and I started to feel upset. Um so I went to look a little bit closer. I was sort of drawn to him. And then he turned round and his eye sockets were hollow. Um, there was nothing there.
5: That is um, terrifying.
8: But he looked at me, he looked through me and he just smiled. Well, I, I ran screaming upstairs. Yes. I the other prefect and we charged through all the dormitories because we thought somebody was playing a joke.
3: Yes, I, uh, I know
8: that feeling, yes. And all the other kids were in bed. There was nobody out of their bed. Anyway, the next day, I went to one of the senior teachers in the school who'd been there the longest. And I asked him, um, has there ever been a ghost experience at school? So he asked me what had happened, and I told him. And he went very quiet. And then he spoke to me about a boy who was at the school in the 1930s. And the boy used to chew the buttons off his rugby shirt. And what had happened was a button had got lodged in his throat. And because the button couldn't be picked up by anybody, um, you know, it couldn't be seen because it had lodged quite low down, um, he gradually became very ill and he died. Yeah. And the teacher took me into the school grounds. And at the far, um, far end of the school grounds is about 70, 80 acres of school grounds. At the far end of the school grounds in the woods was a memorial stone to this boy um, dated up until the, the, the year that he died. And um, everything, the, the old notice board, which mm-hmm. hadn't been used for years, wow. um, everything, everything sort of fitted into place and ever since then i've been able to detect spirits
3: wow.
2: wow
8: so i can i can go into buildings and sense whether or not there is a um a spirit um, living within that wow. area
3: now this now That's Amanda, this story. is this I is a, this. this is a great story yeah. now how supposing you'd met tyrell and he told you this story yeah. Would you just take him at face value? Would you I mean there's no way you can kind of fact check this? Is I mean, there?
5: He, he, he obviously means it. Yeah, yeah. You know? He's
3: telling it in a very it's, convincing way.
5: That's a brilliant well, story. I, mean, I, can, I
8: can give you, I can give you the name of the school. You see, for you know, it can be sort of cross referenced yeah. from that. The school's actually closed down now. Okay, but the, the so you now have
3: you now down. would say that what you have what some people might call the gift.
8: Um, I I can hear spirits, they do try and talk to me, Um, but I I think to have a bit of a blockage because um, whenever I um, try to converse with any of them, um, I have difficulty crossing the plane. So although they can shout my name or say hello or cough or walk through me or even though they're, they're very presence in the building that I'm in, or I can go into a building and say, there's a presence here, but I, can, I can't I can seem to be able to take it any further. Okay,
3: I
5: wow. think that's what most people... I mean, realistically, they're ghosts, aren't they? they, they if they could communicate fully, they'd yeah. be doing that, but they can't.
3: Now, that's left me uncomfortable, and I that's like, left uh, Catherine goosebumps. smirking.
5: No, not smirking. That's not
4: fair. I, I'm not smirking. No, I, know, I'm I was teasing, trying to I'm work teasing. out how...
3: I was expecting... Here's the thing. We, sometimes we get a lot of prank callers about it. So I'm yeah. always waiting for oh, the punchline. Okay. I was waiting for the punchline. I'm always waiting for the gag.
4: Didn't quite understand no why there. he had hollow eyes, if Two, I'm honest. He's
3: eating buttons, was not it?
4: He's just dead. He's just dead? <laughs> they don't look good. Why so horrific? Yeah. That that was the bit where I, I kind of waited for the punchline that something was going to happen. Like, uh, But but it didn't come. All right, and got... I found it fascinating. And obviously, Tyrell believed Thank you, Tyrell. what he was saying.
3: Thank you, Let's go to Gary. I want to hear Gary's... Um, uh, exorcism. Before we have a quick break, go on, Gary.
1: Well, like, do you want do you want a bit of a backstory, or do you want me to just go straight into it?
3: Well, I, 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 whatever works I, best.
1: Well, I'll give you a quick backstory. I was I was I was taking up photography, and a friend of mine asked me if I if I wanted some work, and like I said, well, what is it? You know, I think you know exactly what it is. So she goes, "Well, we'll just go and meet him." So I went to meet this guy. And he wanted an aura photographer. Do you know what an aura is? I know what an aura is.
3: It's the energy that surrounds us.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. And um, we've all got one. And he had this machine and this camera and, um, you know, it took photographs of your aura. He just wanted someone to man it, really. It's not like you need a a degree in photography or anything to do it. So anyway, I go, yeah, yeah, whatever. He's going to pay me. So I started working with him. We'd go to all these psychic fairs, and he'd make a packet of money doing these fifty quid a time. Do you know what I mean? And he'd read the photograph. Anyway, right, this guy used to make money hand over fist. I couldn't believe how much money he was making from from his psychic powers. One day, we went to this woman's house, and this is the this is the, um, the sort of um, exorcism bit. It wasn't it, what she she was having a problem with a friend of hers who was giving a really bad energy and sucking her dry, do you know what I mean? Like, you know, psychic vampire type person. Yes. And she wanted shot of her. So me and his, his name was Vince, went round to her house. We're in her kitchen. Gary and Vince. Quite a big kitchen.
3: What? Gary and Vince doing an exorcism, yes. That's. <laughs> I like it. It's a good team. I'd watch that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you know, what? I never thought about it that way. Yeah. yeah, go on. Anyway, so we're in the kitchen, right? He's got a chair, he's put it in the middle of the kitchen, and he's sat her down, right? And he's got out this bundle of twigs, which I understand is sage now, and it's all, you know, wrapped up. And he's lit it, and it's smoking. And he's, I'm not joking, he's walking around her, and he's doing, like, a Native American... <laughs> around Absolutely spot-on right?
3: impression, yep,
1: yep. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm laughing because it's hysterical, but this yeah. is true, yeah. right? So anyway, we're walking. Well, he's walking around it. I'm watching, thinking, "This is barking, man. What's the matter with me? What am I doing here?" Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm doing this for money, yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, so anyway, he, he, he's kind of stopped and he's held it at her chest in front of her, right? And Vince has turned around to me and he said, "Can you hold this here for a minute?" So I was like, "Yeah, whatever." I've grabbed it. I didn't move it. I just held it in the same position that he'd had it in. And all of a sudden, I had this bolt of energy go through my hand, through my wrist, all the way up my arm and bashed me in the chest. Whatever it was, walloped straight into me. Scared the bejesus out of me. Honestly, I couldn't believe it. Is it still in there? Sorry? Is it still in there? You tell me, love. (laughs) (laughs) What an bottle of energy. I love it. <laughs> I don't know if it was like his energy yeah. or the bad energy that she was expelling. I imagine it was his energy rather than hers. Yeah. Because otherwise... But I'd you felt backwards. it. You felt... You you physically... I absolutely felt it. Yeah, it was like electric, honestly. This was like 30, 25, 30 years ago. Couldn't believe it. Honestly, right, listen. And beforehand, yeah. right, we go. I used to be like... Ah, it's all a load of mumbo-jumbo. What a load of n- nonsense. But working with Vince for that length of time, I could see things happening and I couldn't explain them. I was listening to and giving readings and, honestly, it was like, none of th- th- this couldn't be primed for my benefit. So I don't know where he was getting it from. You
3: sound like a very sensible, down-to-earth, Geezer,
1: wallop,
7: you
3: know. <laughs>
1: um,
3: so, Mandy, when you hear something like this. Yeah. Mm. I I
1: believe I believe Gary's story. Yeah,
5: I'm I, thinking Gary's hey, in the magic. what
1: I'm saying, what I'm saying happened to me. Yeah. I'm not saying it was a spirit or that's whatever. I'm yeah. just saying that's what happened to me. Yeah. Right. As I say, I'm still a bit sceptic. My mum, when she was a kid, she said she saw a ghost and it was lying on the road. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? It's like that's what she used to say. But then again, in 1977, okay. uh, we got burgled, right? And yeah. this is in Slough, just up the road from Britwell, where you come from. I used to live in Britwell. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I used to live in Rowan Way on the estate there. Do you know that one? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do, I do know. I was a month away. Anyway, road. Yes, I used to live there. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, we got burgled, and my mum suspected my auntie's husband of burgling us. <sighs> <laughs> So she went to a séance, Yeah. right? Yes. This is like a little Italian peasant woman. Yes, who went to a séance in 1977, right? I will tell you why I remember it was 1977 because it was just after Elvis had died, okay. and Elvis.
3: We, we, the show finishes at one o'clock, Gary. Just to flag that up.
1: Well, still, I haven't I even really know me. I've still got half an hour drive. <laughs> 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 but yeah, Elvis. It wasn't Elvis, but it was somebody about uh, talking what about Elvis. What happened at, at the, the séance? Fair. That was it, it's not oh. to do with Elvis. Okay, oh, right. go go yeah. on, Listen. They did, They did describe the person who burgled the house. Yeah. yeah, and he did look a bit like he did sound like the me, me auntie's husband, you know, me stroke uncle in law. And was it was it him? Don't but... know. great great story, Gary. <laughs> Great I love story. Gary so much. I, I would have ended with the,
3: with the wallop, the bolt of energy in the chest. But that's the, that's the thing. We'll take one more call. Let's put those two breaks together so we can finish a little bit early. Uh, we'll, we'll speak to Stuart in a second. Chris and, and Alistair, we, have, we won't have time for you this hour, but we will speak to you in the next hour, Stuart. I'll come to you. But that's the thing. I believe Gary's story. Yeah, I, believe him. Yeah. I don't know what it was. I don't know if he imagined it, but I believe that he believes that happened. And that's, that's it, isn't it? Yeah. That's all you can take away
5: yeah.
3: from that. Have you ha- had any stories that have been too scary to put in Nothing
5: that's Chatter's been face? too scary.
3: No. You're quite warped. Aren't you? You've got a sick. i I'm,
5: I'm, yeah, I'm very warped. So, so you put it in.
3: There. I've got to ask. Yeah. The haunted ass. Yes. You, t- you mentioned this on an email. Yeah. What is the story about Haunted so, Us? So,
5: it was a few years ago, and the story came through a freelance But I did the read back, where you, you ring the person and read their story back to them to check they're all happy with it. And, uh, yeah, he was a young guy, quite good-looking, about 25, I think, and he, he claimed that he heard, when he, when he farted, he heard a satanic voice saying his name. He said it with very sincerely as well. Gosh, that explains you. (laughs) (laughs) There's also a sulfur smell. Give me that. Wow. Wow. Haven't he had (laughs) himself exorcised? where'd they put that sage? (laughs) Wowzers.
3: (laughs) There's a story. The
4: thing is, though, if you are the devil, you're going to do something like that because no one will believe them.
3: Yeah, exactly. Um, Apart from
4: me... (laughs) Almost no one will believe. Golly,
3: golly gosh, isn't that amazing? Um, say we've had a couple of people from who've been featured in the magazine yeah. come on, and they've been so delightful, haven't yeah. they? So yeah. really de- uh, delightful. I'm struggling to remember the 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 first, the first person one, that we we was it witch was, was it a witch based
4: thing? Could have been a
3: witch based thing. I remember the young woman with the tea shop and her husband who'd been poorly. Yes. Um, but I can't remember what the other one was. But
4: they were very delightful. You know, and here's the thing. I don't disbelieve... The people we've spoken to... I have spoken to some people who I don't believe. Yeah. But the people we've spoken to recently, and I have spoken to people in my past, you know, as a reporter, and I believe that they... That that's what happened to them, right? Just because that sort of thing hasn't happened to me doesn't mean it's not possible.
3: We, we've had some good calls. Should we risk one more call before um, we let Amanda out? We unlock the door and let her go. Let's uh, let's try. Let's try, Stuart. Good evening,
6: Stuart. Uh, hello, Ian. Sorry, I've been giggling away on the background there. I, uh, my story is not as good as the arse story, I don't think. But um, uh, <laughs> but which anyway, story anyway. is? <laughs> well, well, go on. What? What well, have you got, Stuart? So basically, uh, know, back in school, uh, well into sports, and I was obsessed with my. Um, my pulse. Okay? So, you know, getting it as low as possible. Yeah. And I remember sitting in my lounge um, with my fingers on my, on my uh, artery counting, okay. and I got down to 34 per minute, okay. which is really, really low. Yeah. My mum my was in the, in the lounge, my brother was in the lounge, and then all of a sudden, I was looking from above. I left my body basically um it, now i don't know how long this lasted but i soon got snapped back and my mum and my brother were looking at me worried now whatever however i looked when i was doing that i have no idea but it scared the heck out of me and i, ne- I stopped i stopped delving into getting my pulse as low as possible.
3: How did you make your pulse as low as possible? Was it like breathing?
6: Yeah, yeah, breathing exercises. Just sat, sit down, sat down, legs crossed. I guess you'd call it meditation. But so, I was just so tempted you know, to I, ask
3: you to do it now, but I won't.
6: Oh, honestly, it's it, it scared you, didn't it? It did scare me, but I, you know, I, it's just. I what do you there. think?
3: I'm, what do you think happened?
6: I have no idea. I now. I mean, part of me thinks: Did I actually die? I was so, my pulse is so low, but oh, I don't know. I did don't you, know
3: what... And have you spoken, how old were you when you did this? Uh,
6: 14, 15, And have you spoken
3: think, to your mum, you know, more recently about it? Maybe that time... No, I, I,
6: no. I've, I've never told her that. I saw, I saw from above. I literally, I left, I looked, I was looking down. Is your mum, is your mum still with us? yeah.
3: Could you have that conversation with her now? Do you think she'd remember?
6: Oh, I, I I doubt she would remember. Right, she's a bit. You know, I I don't think so. I don't know if okay. my brother would either. You know, I mean, my brother's three years older than me, but they both were looking at me and a, asking me if I was okay.
3: God, have a chat with your brother. Say, say do you remember yeah. that time when it looked like I passed down? Well, yeah. And if he remembers it, say, look, this sounds crazy, but this is what this is what was going on for me. Yeah. Stuart thank you for that. I really appreciate. it. I love the way a man you just sit there nodding very sagely yeah. hearing in these stories.
5: i was slightly jealous of his out of body experience. I'd love one.
3: I bought a book when I went to university. I bought a book on how to astral project. Did you? And I couldn't do it. No. I couldn't do it because I, 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 I was into because I was into hypnotism. I learned hypnotism and I, and it, this at the, the time I don't see it as much such now. This astral projection looked like the next kind of yeah. step forward but I couldn't I couldn't do it there's all these tricks about you go to bed thirsty and you put a glass of water in the kitchen and you, you might and I would just wake up and go and get the glass of water so it didn't happen no. you, you've never had anything
5: I can lucid dream sometimes you know oh. when you control your dreams yeah but I've never astrally projected that would be amazing well, I've t- done quite a lot of these things I have done a bit of you know shamanic stuff yeah and- and it's all fascinating and what, stuff does happen so yeah, yeah it's great what do
3: you do in your lucid dreams because I have I've had them a few times and then I just do really boring yeah so
5: do I really things. dull things But like mainly I'm like wow a lucid dream yeah. get me yeah yeah that's it
3: you've <laughs> so had a lucid yeah. dream
5: where you recognise that you're dreaming yeah Yeah. that's it
4: and then what tends to happen is you just control it so things stop being nuts s- <laughs> yeah
5: and then you're flying and then you're like actually I'm, I can just stop now and Are then you? you're like oh I can't do that now okay, that was a good bit <laughs> yeah um
3: Okay, so the January issue you're compiling now. Yeah,
5: just finished. Give us, give us a headline from
3: that. What can we expect? I mean, you'll hear it Um, on this show at some point.
5: A rapist ghost pinched my bum, and we've got that's our lead story. On that bombshell!
3: Madden, it's so nice to meet you. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming in. And I, I, I appreciate your patience at sorting this out. And uh, thank
4: you for chatting Faith oh, It's Faith, because it's a joy. It's so oh, good, isn't I'm it? I'm so yes. pleased
5: to hear that. You,
3: uh, we ordered it online. You've got your subscription line. You, you can get it in, like, Smiths and your usual...
5: Yeah, you can buy it from Lidl, Asda... And it's and just
3: in the, the sort of... I hate to say this in a... I don't mean it to sound demeaning. What we might call in the olden days the sort of women's yes, section.
5: Yeah, it's in the, with, generally with the
3: weeklies. Okay. So, yeah. uh, Amanda Fleet, so nice to meet Thank you. you. Keep doing the good work. Send our love to Roy Daloon. <laughs>
0: okay. uh, we, uh,
3: we will carry on with your phone calls. We can, Amanda's going, but I'm more than happy to carry on taking your spooky phone calls. Or, you know, we'll do the usual nonsense. 0344. I'm so late for the news. 0344 4991000.
7: This is Talk Radio. The late night lip service for lovers, loners, and lounge lizards. Yeah, well, where, where exactly is your accent from? The late night alternative with
0: Ian
1: Lee.